happy, happy Friday, LaSalle Catholic, and um, happy Lent, joyful Lent to you, I don't know, but I'm going to be joined shortly, and certainly going to be happy with uh, our campus minister and religion teacher, Lauren Kilberg. We're going to chat about what we're doing here at LaSalle. At Lent, it's going to be a great time, so let's go. Welcome back to the roundtable for this Friday, February 24th edition, a Lenten edition, but joyful nonetheless. I'm Zach Sixer, your chief administrator, and this is the podcast of LaSalle Catholic. In fact, it's the podcast that exists first and foremost to give you your weekly newsletter, the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle, in the easiest to digest way possible, which is to listen to it. And we hope you appreciate that. Secondarily, we exist to become more of a family. Uh, I heard that more than once this week, more than once on tours, where uh, people who are new to us and were seeing us for the first time in our halls uh, saying this place just feels like a family um, which I absolutely agree. So um, that's part of what this podcast tries to do because as I read uh, somewhere in a, in a meeting I was at this week that culture eats strategy for breakfast. Um, and this is part of our culture. So we hope you like it. We're glad that you listen. Uh, before we do anything, we always pray. So let's do that together in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Gracious God, you're so good. Thank you for this time of Lent. Help us to use this time to remember that we depend so much on you, uh, to come back to you, uh, to be soothed by your grace, uh, to be humbled and at the same time overjoyed with who you are and the relationship you call us to. Um, So help us to come back to those basics that are so important this season um, as you call us back. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I'm going to get you your newsletter here in just a moment, and then followed by that, we're going to chat with Lauren Kilberg, who, um, spoiler alert, she plays two games. And you know what? This wasn't even the first time that she played two games on the end of the show. So we're going to play, uh, gosh, What's Inside and Favorites. So um, thanks for joining us. Here's your buzz. So the buzz starts with the calendar. Uh, Right now, as I'm recording this, there are people hustling and bustling. That's right, they're doing both. Uh, Setting up for CEW at the middle school here. There's no school for students on Monday, the 27th, as we'll be having staff professional development. Um, Unless I leave you curious, wondering what we're gonna be doing at that staff professional development day. We are gonna be praying, followed by working on standards-based grading, followed by some work on our safety and our drills for uh, run, hide, fight for active threats. And um, the elementary school is gonna be working on some PBIS, that's positive behavior interventions and supports. And they're gonna be getting ready for conferences that are coming up in just about a week and a half here. So that's what we're doing on that particular day. Uh, Then we have a board meeting, um, not on, Ah, that's wrong in the newsletter, but most of you probably don't care. Um, we had to move our board meeting to make sure we had a quorum. That is a majority so we can vote on things. We had to move that uh, into a school day on March 1st. Anyway, uh, March 3rd, we have our first Friday Mass, 9.30 a.m. in the middle school chapel, uh, followed by adoration from 10 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. in the middle school chapel. Then we have National Read Across America Day. More information on that in the newsletter. That's on March 3rd. Then March 7 and 9, we have elementary school book fair during conferences. More information below and middle school conferences, more information below. And then we also have our uh, March 8th LaSalle Catholic Liturgy, 10 a.m. at St. Jude. Then we have a Dollar Jeans Day again on March 9th. I do not remember the charity recipient for that one right now. March 10th is no school for students. That's Staff Progress Reporting Day. And then we have Daylight Savings Time on March 12th, so set your clocks ahead an hour. March 13th through 17th, don't send your kids, because that's spring break. Then March 17th is St. Patrick's Day, 
March 18th is St. Joseph's Day. Then March 20th is uh, the day that classes resume after spring break. We have another liturgy on March 22nd at St. At, uh, Jude. Then the end of third quarter is March 24th. That's just a month away. It's also the date of the Religion Bee that's been rescheduled. Then we have our Trivia Night on March 25th at the middle school. And we have ISASP testing from March 27 to March 31. Again, more information is below. Um, then in the e-backpack, we have February menus. I thought we had March menus, but maybe they're not there yet. Um, Saints baseball. We have the summary from the Xavier Catholic Schools Task Force and uh, a 529 plan update. Then in my principally speaking, I just talk about the power of positivity because uh, on our tours, um, I, I said to the kids that I really appreciate how they wave and smile and say hello to me and guests during a tour. Um, and it's a very subtle, simple kind of way. Um, but guests have really noticed that and appreciate it. So I commented on it. Well, then today during our tours, and there were a lot of them, um, uh, so many kids, like every kid that walked by, gave a little smile and wave. Um, and that's that's not even just elementary kids um, who tend to be sweet. Um, that's our that's our beautiful middle schoolers uh, who can be so wonderful. So uh, love love that. Then um, registration is open, um, and if you are one of our current families, we need you to register by March first to avoid enrollment fee of eighty five dollars. And we also need you to register by March first to reserve your spot. Uh, I, I can't emphasize this quite enough, but we, we do anticipate waiting lists in some classes for next year. And so until March 1st, we're holding spots for current families. Um, and then after that, we're going to open it up to current families as well as people in our parishes who are not yet here. And I have met several of them. We have more than 50 families right now that have expressed interest and that have not yet transferred their kids in. So that's just 50 families um, that have not transferred their kids already because we've had several transfer in this year. Um, and we have had families as well who like a tour, a woman who came for a tour today and said she no longer wants to enroll her child here next fall. She wants to enroll him here this spring. So, <laughs> so the spots are going to fill up. So if you are here as a family, you want to make sure you get your spot. So please complete your registration. Um, current students don't need to pre-register. You've already done that. Um, so just follow the link in the, in the newsletter at the bottom of the first paragraph. So you'll be all set. Um, I think I covered everything that's here in all the long print. If you do have questions about power school registration, email Mrs. Franey or Mrs. Ireland, depending on your kid's school building. If you wonder about our prioritization list and anything about ESAs really, or our new enrollment policy, uh, you email me or Mrs. Williams. We'll be happy to chat with you about that. We do have conferences coming up. So obviously that's preschool three all the way through eighth grade. And the links for all those are in the newsletter, as well as links to help with conference meals. So the Parent Association is so awesome Awesome. And they set up these meals for all the staff who are here until 8 o'clock for those two nights so that we can eat and not have to run home or anything, which is awesome. Uh, we love it. We love the thought that the PA puts into it. So you can sign up for your conferences as well as the opportunity to um, help provide meals for the staff during conferences. Uh, thank you in advance for signing up. We do want 100% participation in conferences, and we would love um, all the spots to be filled for helping with meals as well. There's also a family satisfaction survey. Um, and we want as much feedback as possible, good, bad, and indifferent. Uh, so please click on the link and take that. It'll just take a few minutes. And that's the same survey that we give every year so we can compare year to year how we're doing in different areas. Um, but it is really helping us impact our curriculum, our faith, uh, our communication, and all kinds of things. Then uh, there is uh, an exploratory committee exploring middle school uh, consolidation that is happening. And so the report from February is in the newsletter. Um, and um, there's a little bit of that information in the 
uh, in the newsletter as well. Um, so we're having meetings about that, and it is kind of a short short order. We're um, charged with coming up with a recommendation to the school boards by this spring uh, to look at if we should remain independent or if we should have some sort of consolidation between the uh, two middle schools and then the middle school from St. Joe's. So we'll see how that goes. There's also a blood drive coming up that's at St. Jude Church. It's a fundraiser for LaSalle, um, and it's also a way to save lives. And I've told you about that, I think, for three weeks, so I won't tell you again. Uh, there's more updates from Scrip as always. Then in the middle school, uh, wrestling concession help, as always, is needed. Those events are cool. There's just a great energy in the room with all the kids that are here wrestling. It's it's really, really fun, and um, the concessions are part of that. So thank you if you have volunteered at that already. Please consider signing up if you haven't. Then we have uh, eighth graders have Xavier High School tryouts coming up. So there's a whole list of them, uh, from cheerleading to dance to show choir. Um, gosh. Yeah, that might be it. Um, so those are all posted. Um, you can get a hold of they have the email list and the times are all posted here in the newsletter uh, for cheer tryouts. I have a kid who cheers and she has loved it. Erica Reinschmidt, who runs that, is fantastic. And then dance tryouts, uh, you can talk to Jess Novotny. And then also show choir auditions, talk to Phil Schrader. Even if your kid hasn't done show choir, they can audition for that. Um, so those are all coming up in March, April, and May. Um, I think that's it from those pages. Then the elementary school, like I mentioned, we have National Read Across America Day. So Friday, March 3rd, uh, students will be celebrating National Read Across America Day at school in the elementary. So that's gonna include par uh, wearing pajamas, bring a flashlight from home to read in the gym. Um, we want those marked with a marker so we don't lose those. Um, and that they're just really hoping the whole time spent as a school reading together uh, puts a light haha, on how fun and important reading can be. Any questions, get a hold of Mrs. Gibbs. Then the book fair is coming back. I think I told you last week that that's going to be March 7 and 9 with new titles. So you can shop in person by paging through exciting books that you'll love to read, storybooks and chapter books, and the library gets 50% of the purchase in new books for the library. You can also see the whole catalog at www.booksforourkids.com. Click shop and then LaSalle Elementary. Um, then the winter assessment results are posted for the elementary school, so you can read through those. Um, we are close to our, our archdiocesan goal, so they uh, keep us chugging along, which is great. Um, whether that's from A reading or CBMR or early reading, and all that is described in the newsletter as well. And the middle school hopes to have those out for middle school families soon as well. Then the parent association corner wants you to know about the conference meals that I mentioned, so those are posted again for your convenience, um, as well as the spring carnival that's coming up. So if you're a LaSalle Catholic parent or grandparent, and you want to get to know other people in the school community and working together uh, on a fun and energetic team that you might be a good fit for the Spring Carnival Planning Committee. So come and bring a friend with you to our first planning committee meeting on Saturday, February 25. That's tomorrow at 1 p.m. in the elementary school. So there'll be some snacks, getting to know each other, sharing ideas, and volunteers for specific tasks. Kids are welcome, so they can run around and have fun too. Contact Mary Jo Legrand. She's one of the best people you'll ever meet at MJS dot legrand l-e-g-r-a-n-d at gmail.com for more information to help um, if you can't attend did you know the pa also has clothes that are available we have tons in both buildings so before you go buy clothes stop by here and we have uniform clothes that your kids can just have uh, trivia night from the pa is coming up on march 25 the mother-son event is uh, coming back this year that's april 28th the father-daughter dance is april 29 that's a new date then spring carnival is may 7 and uh, lancer line at the colonels is still being determined there are those quick and easy fundraisers that are available now that amazon smile is gone so please consider using some of those um, then there are um, some things from the 
uh, community, like the St. Jude Lenten Fish Fries coming up. That's 5 to 7.30 p.m. on uh, Fridays during Lent. You can have baked or fried fish. That's $15 for a fish dinner, or a grilled cheese dinner is just 10 bucks. So sides include a baked potato or french fries, green beans, dinner roll, and a beverage. That's hosted by the Knights of Columbus Council 5544. Then St. Patrick's also has a Lenten Fish Fry. Uh, that is at St. Passpair Center um, over on 125th Street. Um, and so adults are $16. Adults over six are $15 and the alternate dinner which is mac and cheese fish nuggets or grilled cheese that's just 10 bucks they have dine-in or drive-thru and they're serving typically it's um, for the, the normal courses Alaskan walleye which can be baked or fried as well choice of baked uh, potato or American fries coleslaw a roll and butter um, the Pac-10 Cub Scouts are having their pancake breakfast Saturday March 1st 8.30 a.m. until noon at the St. Jude's Social Hall. So come enjoy some pancakes and support Pac-10 Cub Scouts with their activities like Scout Camp, Pinewood Derby, rocket launches, etc. It's only $7 a plate and that includes pancakes, eggs, sausage, and hash browns. And then Xavier is hosting the IHSSA Individual Events District Speech Contest and they really need volunteers. You can help at a concession stand. There's a link for that. Um, you can greet spectators to serve as a room chair or a timekeeper. There's a link for that. You can bake treats and bring those in. There's a link for that. So thank you for supporting speech. It's an awesome thing for kids to get involved in and we want to support Scott Davidson and the kids doing that. There's also a workshop coming up at Xavier on Wednesday, March 1st, next Wednesday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. being done with Catapult Learning at Xavier, uh, focusing on uh, managing stress and anxiety. So there'll be information for kids and adults there. Um, and we've just seen, I can tell you as an educator, significant increases in anxiety and stress and depression since COVID. Um, so that's a great thing for you to consider. And then also there's the Iowa Catholic Youth Conference or the ICYC. There's information for that available. Um, Sunday, March 26th from 10 a.m. until 4 p.m. at Mount Mercy. Uh, registration is open for that. So that's a day-long event targeted toward middle school youth in grades six through eight and their parents. So that'll feature national music artist Dana Catherine, as well as breakout session, hands-on activities, lunch, and then a close mass so you can connect with other families in your parish before you register as a family reach out to your parish faith formation leader to see if your group is being formed to attend from your parish registration information is at www.iowacyc.org and information you can also contact kevin fan he's great at k.feyen at dbqarch.org or his number is 563-556-2580 extension 25 Three. And that's everything from the buzz, man. There's a lot going on. We never seem to slow down too much. Hopefully this Lent, you can slow down a little bit. And maybe this conversation uh, that I'm having here with Lauren Kilbert can help you to do that in a great way. Thanks for listening, folks. And Mom, I love you. Getting to know you. Getting to know all about you. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. And we are now back to getting to know you, which we were just joking about because we're getting to know you again for the... And again, and, and again, again, and again. <laughs> how, how many times? I don't know how many times I've been on here, but I, I feel like it might be a lot, so I'm back. So if you're on staff <laughs> and you're like, hey, how come Zexer always has Lauren on? Lauren tells me how much she likes being on all the time. And so, yes, we've already booked her for right after Religion Bee, too. <laughs> Although we're going to kind of highlight the Religion Bee participant kids there. Yeah. But... Um, Staff members, if you want to be on this show, by all means, um, let me know and I'll have you back on because I love having people on. Um, I love to mix it up. But I also love to have Lauren Kilberg because mm -hmm. you love being on the show and you're so much fun to have around. Um, 
so I wanted to, I think officially you and I said we were going to chat about Lent, and that's why you're on here to talk about campus ministry and stuff we're doing at LaSalle for Lent. But before that, so I just observed you um, for a few minutes there in, in your classroom, and what I want to do is just give people a snapshot of, um, and I want you to put into your words, how you do what you do. So. <laughs> when, when I do the tours, like yeah. we had 10 million today. Luckily, the last one I had to postpone because I was getting tired. <laughs> um, but when you bring tours through, um, I love how you kind of briefly summarize the work that you do through class and through ministry stuff. But then also, as I watch you teach, like I got to today, and just seeing um, like your brain switches from one thing to the next so well when it needs to. Like, kids aren't quite grasping this. Okay, we're gonna do a think, pair, share real quick because no one was raising their hand. I was just like, it took you no time to go. Like there's there's good wait time and then there's, no one's raising their hand right Awkward. now. So, so, I'm gonna, so I'm gonna make them talk. Um, so you just so quickly, you want to think, pair, share. Um, and just like how you, like in the classroom, kind of what's your, if you have a couple of broad strokes about what your MO is to engage kids in your religion class. So that's kind of two questions. And as I'm thinking about, yeah, those are big and I didn't even have those written down. But I wanted you to say something about that because the people that come through on our tour get to hear kind of, I shouldn't call it your spiel because that sounds like it's disingenuous or something. Yeah. Um, but disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous. Um, but yeah, share share with our listeners what you do and kind of most of our listeners are going to be people who kind of know you already a mm -hmm. little bit. Yeah. So give us a little bit of like the the person behind the curtain, like how the, how the, how the sausage is made or whatever, you know, who's pulling, like what's, give us a little bit of a picture about your MO and your uh, philosophy behind how you do what you do. Oh yeah, sure. Thanks, Zach. Um, thank you for the compliments. That was super You're kind welcome. of you. Um, I would say, I don't even know where to start here. I, I would say that for me, the, the, the primary interest that I have in, in everything that I do is evangelization. And so when we think about catechesis and how we're educating especially children in the faith I think that at the heart of everything I do is evangelization which for me looks like how can we help people um, to know um, who God is and come to know love and serve him better so when I'm teaching I think that everything that I do is through that framework so I don't I don't really particularly care if the students know this information so they can regurgitate it. That's great to, to they're know good at it. <laughs> to know something. I think that's that's so great. But the the transformative part about about theology is that it, it has the ability to truly change us and, and reshape our, our worldview and the way we see ourselves and, and everything. So I think I always look at it through that lens of like how how and a fun challenge for me really is like how to combine not just like learning content but also like really like formation. And so that's what I really try to focus on um, in the classroom. I try to integrate that into everything that we do. And I think the beautiful thing is like just with everything in our faith, like everything we know about our, about theology and psychology and our biology, like everything just like fits together, almost like it was made that way or something, you know? <laughs> almost um, as if there was a plan behind it. Right, truly. So I think that it's it's just so exciting to be able to, to share that with students. It's, yeah, it's, that's amazing and so then that applies to campus ministry too right like I don't want to just do these things so we can say that we did them so we check a box so it looks good like mm -hmm. did, everyone went on a retreat check you know like yeah. everybody goes to mass every week check like it's just really about like how can this be a formative experience that that transforms because that's like that's what an encounter with Jesus does it transforms us and so if we're not transformed like there was an there's something didn't it happen was something right else like, yeah. we, you know it was a different it was an emotional experience we had or something else so yeah, I just I just try to keep that in mind. 
um, in, in everything that I do. And I feel really grateful that the students are um, receptive to that. And part of that, I think, is just the middle school age. I think that's a really, really critical time. And I, I see that over and over again in, in my work here every day. So that's really cool to be a part of. So something that you were mentioning earlier was about um it's great if they had the information, right? But knowledge is one virtue, and you're trying to, you know, obviously relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus is growth and virtue. Yeah. So you were talking about, yeah, having the information is great, and having a whole bunch of facts, kicking tail on the religion bee, whatever mm-hmm. is great, but really it's more about this, the, the formation, not just the information. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like, a, I don't know, at least for as long as I was a religion teacher, that was always kind of the thing. How do we balance information and formation? Mm-hmm. And I think the more, and it's like watching you, the more I um, am around religion teachers, the more I'm convinced if we put all of our energy into formation, they're going to get all the information, you know, either in my class or at some point. Um, if, we're, if we're just doing all the information and the formation piece isn't there, they're going to end up with pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. And devotion, right? Like, yeah, just like devotion to Jesus and the sacraments is what's so important. And honestly, like kind of if we start there, like there's just a natural curiosity that grows. Like I love Jesus. I want to know more about him. And so I think if we just start with that formation piece, the, the curiosity is naturally there that people, children, like want to know these things, are hungry for these things. So it's not, it's just so funny because people always are like, oh my goodness, that must be so difficult to teach middle school religion. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to say. I'm like, I don't know, maybe. Um, I think people are really, we're just so hungry for truth and beauty. So it's, it's just a real privilege to get to share that. That's awesome. Thanks for, thanks for doing it, and thanks for the way that you do it. Um, I did want to talk specifically a little bit about the stuff we're doing around here at Lent. Just sure. fill in our listeners who aren't all uh, totally aware. And they're going to be a little different between the two buildings. Um, we're obviously here in this building more, um, uh, but you provide things for, for both. But um, we have a few different things going on. Um, top of my head, I wrote down um, reconciliation, because I know those start today. Yeah. Um, service opportunities, more time for silence, um, guest prayers over the PA, LaSalle 40. Um, chat with our listeners or tell them a little bit about some of the stuff that we're doing to help our kids find this time to to be more meaningful and, and purposeful for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, we had a few different teachers who expressed an interest in administrators too and, <laughs> and, um, and just doing something for Lent to just help our students to really receive some formation during this really important liturgical season. So out of that, this idea for LaSalle 40 was born, kind of like loosely inspired by Exodus 90 or FIAT, Program for Women. Um, So the real thing that we talked about that we saw a need for in our students was silence. And I think I've just been noticing that in in my own life a lot. um, the, I was reading a book by Cardinal Seurat, and he uses the, the phrase, the dictatorship of noise, that mm. like really is just like impacts our life really deeply. So um, what, what we saw was just this need for silence. So we really are focusing on doing that in first and foremost in ourselves and then inviting our students into that too. So as a staff, we're committing to, to silence. Um, Mother Teresa has a quote about how silence leads to prayer, which leads to faith, which leads to love, which leads to service, which leads to peace. Like all of these things are so interwoven. So when we um, make space for silence, we make space for God. And I just see that in my own life, right? Like I fill my life so full of so many things, even if they're good things, um, they're so full that there's not like a space for me to hear what God might be trying to speak to me. Or I use, I think the phrase that's been coming up for me in the last few days of Lent is, is just how I use 
uh, in my life, I'd use noise as like a little pacifier for myself. Mm. Like I don't want to deal with whatever is going on right now or I want to distract myself from this task that I don't think is very enjoyable. So mm. I'll just pacify myself by a little YouTube or a little music yeah. or making a phone call while I do something else. Right. So um, we just want to invite students to make space for God in, in Lent through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving and really focusing in, in on silence for prayer and fasting. So we are starting classes with a period of silence, time for silent prayer and um, encouraging students to do that at home as well, especially in the morning and especially at night before bed. And then another way that we're encouraging this is um, asking all of our students and ourselves to turn off all screens, any digital device by 9 p.m. so that we can, um, yeah, just make space for sleep, which is a holy thing, to make space for God uh, and to just let our bodies like do what they were created to naturally do and not have to insert something else in there all the time. So a lot of the students have been, it, it's so fun, it's like sweet, like on Thursday, it's been Lent for one day, and they're like, it's, it's been hard, you know, it's been really hard. <laughs> Last night was hard, um, and, and yeah, I felt that too, so it's it's cool to see that, um, that students are really, really wanting to do this, and, and we're committed to it together, so that's kind of what LaSalle 40 is, and then we're just encouraging students to pick a discipline in each area, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, and then commit to that and do it. So LaSalle 40 is one way that we're encouraging that. And then, yeah, we just have other opportunities that we're creating. And Mrs. Robinson, Monica has been super on top of it and yeah, awesome an and coming with so many <laughs> awesome ideas. Um, so we, the last couple of years, we've always had Friday uh, confessions available during yeah. Lent. So we're so grateful that our priests um, come to our chapel and they yeah. just hear the confessions of whatever students or staff would want to take advantage of that. I, that's like my favorite thing that we do during Lent. And then, um, we are this year also uh, recommitting to service um, this Lent as that kind of way of almsgiving. So um, yesterday I took 13 eighth graders to Metro Catholic Outreach and we did all kinds of tasks, all kinds of, I call them very holy tasks because they're not always very fun. Uh. For example, putting plastic bags inside of other plastic bags. And I've never seen, I was just so, they were singing the Hamilton soundtrack while they did it. Was Grace part of this? Grace was the initiator, <laughs> in fact. Um, but everybody was on board. So it was just beautiful to see people who maybe don't always, you know, sit together at lunch, doing these tasks together and having so much fun and um, just seeing how much uh, joy we find when we, we just do something that's not for us. What? So those are a couple of things. When they were watching on. Hamilton on, um, oh, what day was it? We had kind of a funky day during Catholic Schools Week. Yeah. And they were watching Hamilton, and Grace was like so animated <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So just a lot of cool stuff going on during Lent, and then the um, at least in the middle school, I know you have, which I appreciate because it means I don't have to be the only person leading prayer. You have different people leading prayer every oh, day. Yeah. So you yesterday and our president Chloe Matumbo today, and I don't know who on Monday, but Mrs. well, we don't have school Monday, but Mrs. Schneider's Tuesday. on Tuesday. Awesome. Mr. Dole. Awesome. Yeah, so just kind of mix that up I think is great. The silence thing was funny because I remembered we had been talking about that and that we were starting classes with silence and I had been um, working with um, or observing a teacher um, uh, doing some, moving a kid from a three to a four, which I need to have a podcast about that and explain some of what we're doing there. But I was watching a, essentially what it means is a teacher who was working with a kid who was doing on grade level work. She was already meeting all expectations while her classmates were still kind of getting there. And so since she was a little ahead of the curve, he was um, doing some differentiation for her. Um, he had looked at some of her other work and saw areas where she could grow, was challenging her to go kind of beyond grade level. So that was really cool. I leave his room and I see um, <laughs> Raquel Norwood's class is all sitting in silence. And I see Cameron Henderson just with his back up against his chair, just sitting there staring blankly, like 
nothing going on. I was like, what is happening? I was like, you know, a silent classroom sometimes is really nice, but and I walked in there, I looked, and they're all just sitting there. <laughs> um, and I was like, what is going on? And Raquel was just sitting there. <laughs> I had totally forgotten because yeah. this was Thursday, right? And we didn't have school on Ash Wednesday. And I just, for some reason, my brain blanked. And um, so Jasmine, one of the students, looks up at me and she like um, points at like five minutes. Shh. And I was like, I know you're being quiet. I can see that. But I was like, get out of the book. And she goes, no, five minutes quiet. She's like lipping all this. Mm. Five minutes quiet prayer. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was cool because the kids weren't like bored. They weren't sleeping. Oh, some of their bodies probably needed that. Maybe they did. I don't know. But they were all just kind of sitting there like in silence, which we need so much more of. Mm -hmm. um, so it was really neat just to see them in that mode and kind of embracing it. It was, it was cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I'm excited for this Lent. I usually find Lent to be, I like earthly pleasures. Lenty. <laughs> very Lenty. Yeah. It means lengthen, right? And I find it very long. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm really excited about this Lent, and um, I think the school is embracing it in some really awesome ways. Um, that's really all I wanted to tackle. I don't know if there's anything else meaty. Otherwise, I wanted to play a game. Yeah. Is there any more like critical substance we need to give to our loyal listeners? Or are you ready to dig in and have some fun? Yeah, I think we can play the game. I feel like I'm on here a lot. So if there's something we're forgetting, okay. we'll talk about it. Next all right, time. all right, next time. It's what's inside that counts, my friend. It's not the peel, it's the orange. Is what's inside that counts, my friend. It's not the crust, it's the filling. So the game today is what's inside. So you have not played this before, correct? No. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna name uh, a bunch of things that are a part of another thing. And you tell me what the thing is that they're all a part of. Okay. Okay. So like if I say um, mascarpone, cheese, cocoa, ladyfingers, and cappuccino, you would say tiramisu. Tir tiramisu, right. <laughs> <laughs> One more. If I say Jean Valjean, um, Javert, Cosette, um, you would say... Limits. Okay. Uh, okay. So we get it. Um, I'm gonna try to start hard. I kind of my chicken scratches all over this little piece of paper. Uh, I'm gonna try to start easy and get harder as we go. Uh, first one. You can play at home too. Uh, first one. Paper, toner, a tray, and an LCD screen. Printer. That's a copy machine. Yes. A copy machine. Yes. Oh, same thing. Whatever. Um, Okay, uh, now they all just get hard. This oh, one's no. not, this one's not too bad. Um, this one is seasonal. That's a clue. 10:40 ES. A 941 uh, and a W2. Oh, taxes. Tax forms, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, I think this one's kind of fun. This was this was from a debate that I had with um, my kids this weekend about what is and isn't. Um, carbonated water, sugar, sassafras extract. Optional things would be vanilla, mint, ginger, or licorice. Carbonated water, sugar. Yeah, sassafras like, extract. It's like pop? Yeah, what kind of pop? I don't know. Sassafras. No? I've never had that, no. Um, <laughs> uh, some people say it tastes like toothpaste, even though it's brown. Sometimes black licorice flavor, vanilla. What pop tastes like that? <laughs> Root beer. 
okay. So the debate. I guess I wouldn't describe it that way, but sure. Yeah. So yeah. that well, the the yeah, the so the sassafras is the primary ingredient, but um, the debate I was having with my kids was, does root beer taste like taste like toothpaste? Because apparently, people in other parts of the world when they try root beer for the first time, like, oh, why would you drink like this minty drink? It oh, tastes really? like toothpaste. I've never interesting. But mint, like like a uh, spearmint, I think, is like one of the mints that sometimes gets put in there. Hmm. Okay, wow, Lauren, oh, that's the first no. time you've ever gotten one wrong on the show oh, before. That's I not think. true. I have gotten things really? wrong on the show before. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I want to say this one for last. I think oh, you'll no. get that. I, like, no, it's not the hardest. hardest one. I'm nervous. It's just my, it's just my favorite. Stars, learn to fly, rewrite the stars, oh. and counting stars. Oh, it's the show choir. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a good one? Yeah, that is fun. <laughs> That's the playlist from uh, Center Stage, who just left uh, to go to Marion to compete for their first competition of the year. They were so excited yeah. in their purple shirts. If you haven't seen the pictures of the kids, uh, Mike Bettine came and he did like... Uh, some of the pictures were like glam shots where the kids were like kind of posed and stuff. They were really fun. And the new costumes this year are sweet. Oh, I can't wait to see them. Um, and what was the thing I was going to say? Oh, apparently, Tamara Norris was telling me he used photos, like the background of the behind the kids, because it's the theme of stars, are photos from the Hubble tel telescope. Cool. Because he's Mike Bettine. That's awesome. And he's, yeah, next level. Um, was that four? Okay, so last one. I think this one's the hardest, but you can get it. Japan, France, USA. Italy, Germany, Russia, Canada, and the UK. So what? Their their countries. They're inside. Uh -huh. They're part of the what? Globe. <laughs> okay, so the word globe. The globe is a lot closer than you think. They're the global. How many were there? I don't know. I stopped. You don't say global. Yet. They don't say global. You just say the G. The G eight. You ever heard of the G8? <laughs> uh, G8 summit, and they meet. That's like oh, the rich, powerful countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's those are the G8 countries. That was hard. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now Lauren, Lauren's mad at me. I made it too hard. You always no. say you want them hard, so no. I wanted to make them not easy. <laughs> I don't remember saying I wanted things yeah. to be hard. Yeah, like I would, I would want nothing less or something like that. Like with the <laughs> with the finish the lyrics. Oh yeah, maybe for lyrics. And then you did make them hard last time, and I did get some. <laughs> you still got three, so you still won. So I don't know. Go to the Lancer Shack and help yourself. Um, okay. So just for funsies, um, how about we play favorites really quick? Yes. Roll the bumper for favorites. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Okay, so here we are back for one more game. Um, so this one is favorites. Um, ten things. You tell me your favorite. Season? Spring. Is it always the next season or is it always spring? Well, I like something about every season, but I love spring. Like. You'll you'll notice a noticeable change in my mood. I just love spring. Oh yeah, good. I'm hoping so because you've been so <laughs> salty lately. Um, I like spring and fall. I like the in betweeners. Yeah. yeah. Um, favorite dog breed. So I, I'm not like a huge animal person. Mm -hmm. Sorry to everybody. Um, I I think golden retrievers. It's kind of basic, but who doesn't like a golden retriever? I like them. And otherwise, I kind of like. I kind of I kind of like things that other people don't like, so I just love like a mutt, like some yeah. mix of like a bunch of obscure things that people don't pay a lot of money for. That's the kind of dog I like. Okay, so I don't think you're gonna say for this next one that you like something that nobody else likes. Oh, but uh, my favorite dog breed. I, I grew up with a Westie, so I always said Westie. But more recently, thanks. Oh, I I hope Kiera's not listening. Uh, my favorite, because <laughs> I love her dog Kia very much. Um, but. Uh, um, the Brunzes sometimes bring through their little dog who is a golden doodle. Uh, mm -hmm. No, a mini golden doodle. Okay. Oh, 
I love me a mini golden doodle. Mm -hmm. It looks like a big dog face, but it's a little body. It's just like, oh man, you can wrestle with that. Um, so I'd say mini golden doodle might be my favorite. Okay, so this next one, I don't think you're gonna say you like to choose one that nobody else likes because the next favorite is Pope. <laughs> oh yeah, that's my favorite. Uh, Don Paul II. I knew you were gonna say yeah. JP too. Yeah. I knew it. And yeah. if I could redo our little TikTok of the Saint, the uh, yeah, the Saint draft, yeah. oh, I would so redo it. I would have taken Joseph because there's no way you would have taken Dominic. You took Mary, and then I had to get the rosary because I felt like I was robbed of Our Lady. So I had I I went with Dominic instead of I should have gone Joseph for my first pick. Yeah, I couldn't believe you let me have Saint Joseph. I was grateful. <sighs> it's terrible. <laughs> it's on my wall right there, shaking his head at me. Um, <laughs> uh, I misread that. I thought it was funny. Uh, restaurant favorite restaurant. Um, so, oh gosh. Okay, I'm just gonna say one that's just like it is what it is. I know it's not super fancy, but I absolutely love Happy Joe's. Oh, they're gonna say Wendy's. <laughs> I do like Wendy's a lot too for fast food. I really like Wendy's. There's nothing wrong with Happy Joe's. Yeah, I'm a huge Happy Joe's fan. Taco Joe, or what do you Heck get? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, he, Joe Witty, lived next door to my friend growing up. Really? So we'd go in my friend's backyard and Joe Witty's backyard, and their Dalmatians would bark at us while we picked raspberries. Those <laughs> the Dalmatians like that they have in the decorations. Oh wow! Yeah, so they had. They had Dalmatians. Yeah, they lived oh. in Davenport for a while. Cool. I think he's from Eldridge, but yeah. Anyway. Cool. Um, favorite. Oh, no, we gotta skip this one because I said favorite pet. And you said you're not really a pet person. So let's go with favorite <laughs> ice cream topping. Favorite ice cream topping? Yeah. Um, probably like hot fudge. Can't go wrong. I just really kind of like it. Just pure. Just plain. But mm -hmm. I like hot fudge. You or like fruit. Okay. Um, book of the Bible? The Gospel of John. Why? I just think it's beautiful. It's so poetic. It's my least favorite it. gospel. Oh. Mark. Short. Get, get, get to the point. Give me, I, I give me the stuff. John. I love John. Um, salad dressing. Um, I, I like, well, like, I guess primarily, like, whatever they give you at Olive Garden. Awesome. I haven't been at Olive Garden in decades, oh, probably. Or, or like any kind of like vinaigrette. Oil or, and vinegar. Yeah. Keep it simple. Like that, yeah. I like that the kids here all eat French, where they mix yes. the. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I have that every time I have lunch here. I always have some salad with French. <laughs> um, last few here. Spring activities. That's your favorite season. What's your favorite activity in the spring? Um, just like walking. <laughs> I sound so boring. Like walking when it's nice out. That sounds um, super boring. I really like. <laughs> <laughs> My wife loves to go for walks. I do too. I like walking with her, but going for a walk otherwise. No, I love that. Um, I really like like gardening and like doing that kind of thing. I wish I had a garden. So looking at other people's gardens, seeing my grandma's garden in the oh. spring, that kind of stuff. Well, I maybe really we love. should, okay, we can pay you this summer to take care of our garden when we go on vacation. Yeah, I would love to do that. Yeah, Laura, oh, she likes her garden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, totally shifting gears. Favorite app? Um, I, I Well, before Lent, I would have said I, I do really partake in some YouTube binging on YouTube but there's um, some favorite videos or yeah favorite? I like I just like vlogs I like people sharing their vlogs I like Catholic YouTube I like like Matt Frad and stuff like that um I like watching people cook and bake and yes why is that so satisfying I know I know so I would say in my in my past life YouTube but um <laughs> I'm hoping to, to not be so attached to that so yeah I don't know I, I don't I try not to get too into any app, but I guess YouTube sadly would have been the answer. Okay. Three days ago. <laughs> um, apps and apps probably bad. There's health apps, there's prayer yes, apps. Yes. Um, and what's your favorite thing to teach? 
Um, oh. Yeah, really I know. Yeah, that's good question. What is my favorite thing to teach? Um, I love within. So in the seventh grade curriculum, the the main focus is on the sacraments, and I love teaching about um, reconciliation and forgiveness. And, Same. I loved teaching that. Um, I I think just as I've been like teaching it, I've just come to understand it in a whole different way, and. Um, the past, I don't know, maybe like four or five years of my life, I've just been really growing in understanding of mercy and like growing in devotion to divine mercy. And so getting to teach about that is is amazing. And like the root word of reconciliation is chilio, which means eyelash, like coming back eyelash to eyelash with God, um, like closer than we even were before. So I, I just, yeah, I'm just astounded by that kind of stuff. So I love, I love teaching about mercy and I kind of, Try to integrate that into a lot, but um, when I get to do it, just like in a super clear, explicit way, um, that's what I love to do. Probably that's probably one of my favorite days or minutes. It's interesting that you say that. Um, when I when I first started teaching, um, the school where I was, we always had Father Kermit. Uh, he was a crozier, uh, good guy. He'd come in and teach the kids um, sacraments, and we just kind of have him fill out like a grid, or whatever. But and I remember he always said that um, a unique thing about reconciliation to remember is that it um, can be like the most ho-hum or can be the most profound mm. of the sacraments in some ways and you know his experience um, and I don't know why I remember that but then when we at that same school as a department about eight years later we were revamping how we did reconciliation services mm. just like kind of the stuff we put around it right to put the kids in the mental place to do it and to reflect on it that kind of thing and I remember thinking like, like I love reconciliation but why are we taking all this time to like do, you know, these little things like have background music or whatever it is, right? Um, and I just thought, what's the, and we had kids that had like never wanted to go before, which kind of, because the space was created for it, like we're so mm-hmm. much more, and we had non-Catholic kids who were like, can I just talk to the priest at least? Mm-hmm. There's some stuff I want to talk about that I feel badly yeah. about, and yeah. I'll just tell them I'm not Catholic and we can have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, and so, um, yeah, so just really, really interesting to see um, that unfold as you talked about. It being one of your favorite, it is one of my favorite things to teach, too. Um, so cool. And I always like to joke that um, the kids have been doing the prep work <laughs> for reconciliation. They've been sitting. Mm. So let's get them in there. Yeah. Um, I kid. But um, that was officially longer than the game that we were supposed to play. <laughs> so go team. Uh, and we'll have you back on here again uh, in uh, about four weeks after the rescheduled Religion B. And I believe, a loyal listener, our next guest is going to be, do you know um, Sister Kristen Tomey? Just collaborated with kind her of, via email and okay. videos for stuff. Yeah, oh, so cool. she went through here in Xavier. Yep, and she's a Dominican at the Cincinnati Mound in Wisconsin. Um, and I confirmed with her that she um, can sing, um, and she would not mind playing the game Finish the Lyrics. Oh. So I'm going to come up with some uh, songs um, this week for her to get to try to finish the lyrics. So she'll be singing with us and talking with us about her experience as a student and becoming a Dominican sister next week. So super excited. No, virtual? no, okay. just just virtually. We're going to we're going to Zoom and I'll download the audio. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, if she were coming, you would know that because we'd have her going to classes yeah. and whatnot. Cool. That's I just awesome. want to keep it simple for now. But uh, so looking forward to that. Thanks for listening in everybody anything you want to say to our friends before you send off Lauren uh, great to be here sorry you have to hear my voice again but um, thanks for having me Zach and I hope everybody has a great weekend God bless everybody God bless everybody